even here at church, we had a lot of uncertainty. When and how are we going to be able to meet again? And just when we have decisions made in all of those circumstances, they change the rules on us, and we have to kind of start again with the uncertainty. Of course, there is that uncertainty, which is the worst of all. Not sure if college football was coming back. I mean, that was tough. I don't know about you, but in my household, Mike was really upset about it and uncertain about the college football. But thankfully, God addresses our uncertainty. So this morning, we're going to be looking at a, um, a book in the Bible, Habakkuk. And it's about the third or fourth book from the end of the Old Testament. So we're going to be reading Habakkuk 3, starting at verse 17. People of God, hear this word. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there is no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, Though there is no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be glad, joyful in my God, my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. He enables me to go up on the heights. This is the word of the Lord. Well, our family has been through a time of uncertainty lately, um, just as I know many of you have. But our uncertainty came um, in the in the um, with a, the uncertainty came around our daughter Kara's wedding. About 15 months ago, uh, we set the date for the wedding for September 12th, and all of our planning was around. Um, that date. And then COVID hit. Well, our daughter Kara is an ICU nurse, and she knew all too well what COVID was going to mean for her wedding. And our anxiety began. Do we cancel? Do we change the date? What do we do? What is this going to look like? How do we have the people there that we want there? Oh, the anxiety was high. There were lots of tears, moms included. What were we going to do? Well, we started by making some key decisions to take some of the uncertainty away. First, we decided that they would be married on September 12th. No matter what that was going to look like, we didn't know, but they were going to do the I do's on that date. Also, we decided to really focus on the purpose of the wedding. The purpose, of course, was to be united in marriage. And in the end, if that was accomplished, all was going to be good. If we got the extras, of sharing this joy with friends and with family, we were going to count that as a blessing and all good, no matter what it would look like. And the last thing, we began to pray. We began to pray. 
when we started with these decisions and when we started to focus on the purpose and we started to pray, the anxiety of our certainty started to subside. And God in his blessing gave us a way to have a wedding. She's beautiful, isn't she? That's, um mm-hmm, she's taken down here. Bryce, I heard a big mm-hmm from you. Sorry, I didn't. The uncertainty is not what wears us out. It's the anxiety from the uncertainty that wears us out. We all live with uncertainty day in and day out. I mean, I'm really not sure that I'm going to make it to the end of the day. God may decide to call me home. We live with that kind of uncertainty every day. So why am I anxious in some areas and not in others? Well, anxiety comes from me thinking I'm the one in control. I'm not always anxious about whether I'm going to live through the day or not because I really believe that God has got that. He's in control of my life. But when it comes to, like, planning a wedding, something that simple, I may not have that same kind of faith. And the, and the anxiety comes because I want to be in control of this. And to lessen the anxiety from that, we must come to understand that God is the one who is caring for us and is in control of our life and our world. And when we live into that faith, when we commit to pray out the issues that are causing us anxiety, though that anxiety will lessen. You see, sometimes we get mixed up that I can do it instead of letting God do it. Anyone there with me? Thank you, Marlene. Yeah. Like, I can do it. Oh, my gosh, i got to do it. The anxiety rises. But if I let it go, if I release it, and I let God do what he does, the anxiety is gone, and it usually turns out better than what we had even thought it would. The anxiety comes when we get mixed up about who has control. You see, God's job is care and control. Our job, our job is faith and prayer. Let's go back to the scripture, shall we? The prophet Habakkuk tells us of a situation that these people might be in. Now, this situation would cause some anxiety because he's saying there is absolutely no food. 
these people, whether they were vegan, whether they were vegetarian, whether they're full-out meat eaters, was not going to have any food. They had no idea where their next meal was coming from. That kind of uncertainty can cause some anxiety. Habakkuk, the prophet, tells us to do what in this kind of uncertainty? If you look at the verse, he says this, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. He goes on to say that the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. Habakkuk is saying God is in control. So rejoice. Give to God what is God's to do. And God will help us to even travel that uncertainty. Just as if he, if he was giving us the feet of a deer to travel on the heights of a mountain. You see, God is a God who is sovereign. God is a God who's in control. And God is my strength. As Christians, we need to focus on the purpose of our life. We can live a life of certainty, even amidst a world that is completely uncertain. We can be certain that God is in control. We can be certain of eternal life. We can be certain of a God who is faithful. We can be certain of a God who is love. We can be certain of a God who gives us grace. And when, when we focus on those things, the rest of life we can count as all joy. Amen? You see, anxiety is about trying to control the things that you cannot control. We tend to take God's job over. And God says, no, I am the sovereign God. I am the one who is in control. My job is caring for you and controlling the world. Your job is prayer faith. Can we believe in this God? I came across a quote in one of my commentaries this week as I was studying that touched me so deeply that I wanted to share it with you. Perhaps, this is the quote, perhaps you consider the suffering accidental but know that it has been decreed from all eternity. It has been repeatedly foretold in the scriptures. It has been the common experience of all believers from the beginning, and it is absolutely necessary for the mortification of man. That which is cannot be displeasing, which is dealt by the hand of a friend. God, our friend, is at work on things which are decreed from all eternity and are absolutely necessary 
for humans to come and understand our sin and understand our need for a Savior. COVID was decreed from all eternity. COVID is necessary for humans to come and understand our sin and to see the need for a Savior. We might not be able to see how God is working, but that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And in our uncertainty, we can know for certain that if our great God, good God, is at work, using it for my teaching, my good, for the world's teaching, and the world's good, we can rejoice. We can rejoice. Even in COVID, we can rejoice. James 1, verses 2 through 4, says this. I'm sure you know this verse. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Why do we have uncertainty? Why do we have these things that come up in our life? James says it's to build our faith, to build our faith. Turn with me with one, to one last passage, Philippians 4, Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Hear these words, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ. Now just think of this for a moment. Here is Paul, as he's writing this letter to the Philippian church, he's setting in prison. He's not even really sure what his future is going to hold, let alone if he's going to live or if he's going to die. That's uncertainty in Paul's life. But Paul is telling the Philippian church and telling us today to rejoice in the uncertainty. And to make sure that the church got it, he points it out again and he says, rejoice, for the Lord is near. Don't be anxious. Now, I know if you're like me, some of you are sitting there and saying, really? How can you not be anxious in this what we're going through right now? How can we not be anxious? Paul tells us. He says this, 
by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Basically, Paul is saying, get on your knees in uncertain times and give it over to God so he can do what he does. Release control and do your job of faith and prayer and let God do his job. Paul tells us if we do that, what will happen? What will happen? Peace. God will give us peace that will guard our hearts and our minds. The peace of God will guard my heart and my mind. It doesn't say that God's going to take it away, whatever the uncertainty is. He doesn't say that... um, that he'll make it all better. God just says, I am going to replace your anxiety with peace. When you get down on your knees and release control to allow me to do what I'm going to do, to have faith and to pray in a God who knows what's best for us and this world, I will give you Now, I looked up um, the Greek word for peace, and it has a meaning of a sentry, like a guard sentry, you know, like in England where the sentry stands out before Buckingham Palace all dressed in his hat, and, you know, he doesn't let anybody in that's not supposed to be in. God gives us a sentry of peace. I like that vision in my mind. Someone standing there making sure that anxiety doesn't come in again. He allows that century of peace to guard my heart and my mind. I love that. It gives me great comfort. And in that alone... I can rejoice. When God gives me a release from the anxiety and replaces it with his peace, guarding my heart and my mind so that I can have that peace, in that I can rejoice. God's job, care and control. Our job, faith and prayer. I know that all of us go through uncertain times. I mean, especially in 2020. Can't wait for this year to be over, but I don't think maybe that's not going to help. I don't know. And I don't know what you're uncertain about that might be causing a lot of anxiety for you. Maybe your uncertainty is your marriage. Maybe your uncertainty is a medical diagnosis. Maybe you're still having some anxiety and uncertainty of, should I have sent the kids back to in-person school? I don't know what your uncertainty might be. But what I do know 
is that God wants to take that anxiety and that uncertainty and to replace it with his century of peace in your life. So today, we're going to practice our job a little bit. Faith and prayer. Releasing what is not ours to do and allowing God his power to replace that anxiety with peace in our hearts. As the praise team comes up and leads us, if you feel led, if you feel lots of anxiety on a certain issue, the front steps are open. Come, kneel before God. Release what you are trying to control. Allow God to replace it with that peace that passes all understanding. A peace that is greater than anything we can imagine. Use this time to say to the Lord, I give it to you. The rest of us, we're going to be rejoicing. We're going to be rejoicing because we know that God is in control. Don't feel like um, there, that you might you know, people are going to judge you because you have some anxiety. We are all there at certain times in our lives. We're all there. We all have to come to a point at times where we get on our knees and release. And when the peace comes, there is rejoicing. Let's practice that today. Will you pray with me? Father, we can rejoice even in the midst of uncertainty and anxiety because we know that you alone are in control, working for humanity's salvation. Help us, your people, to have the faith to release control and step into the peace that passes all understanding. For only in you, Father, is this possible. Holy One, receive the rejoicing of your people, for we will always rejoice, no matter our uncertainty. Just as Paul said, rejoice in the Lord, I say, again, I say, rejoice.